Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. And the private jet is actually a great idea because I don't know how many times you'd be sitting there with your pants down because you're icing your groins, and you'd be sitting beside an old lady, right, who's going like, so uh, come here often? You're right? like, how about like, that? What are, you, what are you doing? Well, oh, I just uh, hurt no. myself, and... Uh, and we're off to our next game. Hey, what are you, black and blue? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're black eye. You're, you're dripping blood sometimes because the doctors weren't anywhere. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It absolutely is. Happy Friday. Look alive, Moose. You're on TV and radio. Hello to the beautiful listeners down in Atlanta, Metro Atlanta, Noonan, Georgia, WQE. I see Ryan O'Radio is up. Actually, it's afternoon out there. How you doing, Moose? Top of the world. How are you? Good. Well, obviously, really good. Yeah. And we have a lot to get to today. It's a football Friday. We're going to open with all the topics here in the warm-up, and we don't have a lot of time for that. But coming up, joining us down here at the Gray Eagle Resort and Casino, stage bar from CHQR 770 Radio, Jock Wilson. He is the pre- and post-game host of the Calgary Stampeders and formerly the Flames. He's in hour one. In hour two, Ryan Ballantyne from the website 3downnation.com and the podcast. The Horseman. Uh, I'll just say when I was walking out of the Saddledome last night after the Flames-Sabres game, walking to my car, I'm like, I can't wait to get on the air on Friday. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. And walking through the casino here today, I had people stopping me. To, and I don't even know who they are. They say, hey, love your show. Hey, love your show. Just great Albertan people. And you know what? They're good people. They just like to talk sports. Yeah. Right? And that's what we do here. So let's go. Director Jordan, can you hit the quick six show horn, please? And let's go. And we're going to open with hockey because it is Canada after all. A lot of games, 12 last night. I'm just going to do on the morning skate here, Moose, just a few of them. Okay. Uh, Jack Eichel scored twice. Aiden Hill made 26 saves. And the Vegas Golden Knights beat Winnipeg 5-2 in the Fortress. Neil Pionk had a goal and a helper for the Jets. Uh, here in Calgary, Alex Tuck had his first career hat trick, and Buffalo handed the Calgary Flames their first loss of the year, 6-3 in the Saddledome. I'll say this, Flames had them right under their thumb for the first five to seven minutes, maybe ten minutes, and thought it was going to be easy. And then the Sabres pantsed them. So the Buffalo Sabres are now this. If you don't play your best, you take your eye off the ball, they're going to beat you. Ask the orders and the Flames. Uh, speaking of the orders, the Nuge and Connor McDavid each had a goal and three assists, and the Oilers beat Carolina 6-4 to snap a two-game slide. How about this one in Minnesota? This is the one that everybody's talking about the most, I feel. Kirill Kaprizov scored in overtime, and Minnesota beat Vancouver 4-3 for their first win of the year. The Canucks went winless on a season-opening five-game road trip and returned to Vancouver Saturday to host these Buffalo Sabres. In Toronto, Nick Robertson scored his second goal of the night at 356 346 of overtime to lift the Leafs past Dallas 3-2 at Scotiabank Arena. And in Montreal, top draft pick Juraj Slavkovsky scored his first NHL goal, and Montreal had a three-goal first period in its 6-2 victory over Ottawa. And how could I, or over Arizona, and how could I forget Ottawa? Drake Batherson scored twice in the second period. Ottawa overcame an early two-goal deficit. 
to beat Washington 5-2. It was just a wonderful night in the National Hockey League. A great night, but who would have thought the Buffalo Sabres would roll through Alberta and pick up four points? Let them on fire. Yeah. So, you know, let's go Buffalo. They're rolling in, in Buffalo, and that's awesome. So, uh, no, good night in the NHL last night, uh, despite the Flames losing and, and all the rest. I'm starting to think the Sabres won the trade. I think last year when it happened, we said the Sabres won the trade. Yeah. So... That's our thoughts. Let us know yours uh, in the streaming. If you're watching on YouTube or wherever you may be watching, you can also text us 902-518-3033. Our NHL coverage is brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. Tell Camco guys that we were talking about them first thing out of the shoot. I'd love to talk more hockey, but we got to move along. Um, Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is this. Could Saskatoon have a successful CFL franchise? Our poll questions for Capital Automall, Universal Collision Center. Capital has dealerships all across the Canadian prairies and the state of California. And here's the reason. I told you I was going to drop a bomb today. This is more than just idle chatter, but it's not too far down the road. Some billionaires who I know who they are, but they don't want to be named would like a legacy project, Moose, and that is to build a stadium in Saskatoon. They've got the money. They've got the budget that's already been looked after. They've got the location, Prairie Land Park, southwest side of the city. Yeah. Okay, that's what they're talking about, and they would like a CFL expansion franchise. And the reason I bring that up, that's Canadian Football League for our American viewers. I had an email come in here to the show, forwarded to me by Morgan. She forwarded this. Frank Hadfeld in Drumheller emails and says, hi, Rod, I've been a CFL fan for over 40 years. The league needs to expand, not only within Canada, but within the U.S. as well. Here are the U.S. cities they should target, in my opinion. Spokane, population 230,000. Billings, Montana, population 110,000. Boise, Idaho, 240,000. Fargo, North Dakota, Portland, Maine. He goes on to say why, but here's the thing. Everybody's talking about CFL expansion. I said, we need to stay in Canada, grow it there. The American people and the billionaires down there are saying, we'd like to have some teams down here. Your mentality, Mooses, why not both? That's right. It's an and, not or question, right? If they can support it, then then go for it. It's just a question, though, of the support that you're going to get because... You know, the more teams you have in a league that maybe is a little bit fragile, the more risk you open yourself up to to turn into an Alouette situation from a few years ago where the rest of the league was subsidizing them or the riders from the 90s or before that, right, when other leagues or entities are having to foot the bill. So that becomes difficult if it doesn't work. I think everything will create excitement right out of the gate. Um, But Saskatoon, I mean... Our viewers are going to say no. The majority of the votes are going to be no. I think we know this. But it is interesting. You know, this, I don't know if it's a perfect storm. And not that things are going that badly for the riders, but they're not as good as they were in the early 2010s, right? They're, They're definitely on a down dip. And that's the only way it would work is to catch the riders on a down dip, show up in Saskatoon with good karma and goodwill and all that, and grab the, the province's attention. Over 70% of respondents so far on Twitter saying, no, it wouldn't work. Uh, the Rough Riders clearly wouldn't want it. They would probably have territorial rights. But as one of the billionaire representatives said to me, get past that. Think of the geographical rivalry. Think of the full stadiums. So they have the budget for the stadium covered. I think they feel they could pay for it themselves. Southwest side of the, sta- of the city, 
Let's go. We do have a live audience. Hey, Dougal. Hey, guys. Hey, they've showed up. We're... Finally get to meet him. Yeah, it's your lucky day. And, uh, hey, we'll spend more time on the CFL later on with our guest, Jock Wilson and Ryan Ballantyne. I'm going to move along. Uh, that was point 2A, I guess. 2B is the Canadian Football League tonight. Again, we'll put more in emphasis into this later. Ottawa's at Hamilton. You think Hamilton's going to win? I do. I think Hamilton's going to win. Dane Evans and Orlando Steinauer, the quarterback and the coach of Hamilton, have never lost to Ottawa. I'm a big believer in that when it comes to trends and betting, mm-hmm. right? And if yep. that happens, uh, riders are done if Hamilton wins. And then later on tonight, it's BC at Edmonton. Frankly, I think the Ottawa-Hamilton game is the game of the week in the CFL, but the BC at Edmonton game will be worth watching because BC's got a lot to play for. They can lock down second place and home field in the playoffs with a win. First, a word from our sponsors, Edo Japan. With more than 160 restaurants nationwide, Edo Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. Moving along, point three. Marco Wilson and Isaiah Simmons score touchdowns on two pick sixes late in the first half and used that stunning change in momentum to lift the Arizona Cardinals over the New Orleans Saints 42-34 Thursday night on Thursday Night Football on Amazon Prime. The Cardinals, who are now 3-4, and four, snapped an eight-game home losing streak. It was the franchise's longest since 1958. The game was tied 14-14 when Saints quarterback Andy Dalton threw the game-changing interceptions on consecutive drives that were barely a minute apart. Who cares about that? The Cardinals won. What everybody's talking about in my world today, and I assume yours too, is Connor Murray. They're in the red zone. Game was tied 14-14. He's got to take a timeout at the line of scrimmage because he doesn't have the play. So you saw him coming back to the bench. He's in a yelling match with his coach, Cliff Kingsbury. We could all see on television his lips. Calm down. Calm the F down to Cliff Kingsbury. I like it. I'm here for it. But I see guys roasting Connor Murray on national television saying it's immature him, shows his mood. Do you not have spats in your family? Do you not get heated and have raise your voice in these situations? I think it's a good thing. They went on to win the game. There's a lot of pressure on those Cardinals in Arizona, especially Cotter, who's what, top three highest paid quarterbacks in the NFL. I like the emotion. The emotion is good, but you worry that you've got a team that was two and four coming into the football game and the coach and the quarterback aren't on the same page and yelling at each other on the sidelines. It's just another loose thread you know, that's ready to unravel for, for Arizona. But if they can take that emotion and it turns into wins, which it did last night, as long as they can put it to rest and it doesn't cause any, dis, you know, detention or, you know, um, crazy dissension. dissension there. Thank you. In the, in the organization, then it's a good thing because emotion makes everybody want to be better. And when everybody's better, that helps the franchise move forward. So it worked last night and let's see which way it goes from here. Just throwing a few comments out there. Ryan in Toronto says, I think a franchise in Saskatoon would be great. Would that move Winnipeg into the east again? Uh, Not sure yet. Phil in Victoria. Where did it go? Phil in Victoria. Oh, there's too many comments coming in. I'm sorry. And this is. Yeah, comments coming from our. Ken Friedman says Saskatoon's twice the distance as Hamilton. Toronto and the two locations do not affect the other's attendance. I think it would work. So there's comments pumping up, popping up from our show account that's mod- muddling everything up here. <laughs> so we got people talking on the expansion. Here's the thing, though. Dougal, if Saskatoon got a CFL franchise, then Edmonton would want one. <laughs> he 
didn't get it. He didn't get it. He's a Stamps fan. I'll speak. I'll speak slower. <laughs> They'd still be last, Dougal said. How about that? <laughs> Support for the RP show is brought to you by Manscaped. They're the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Trust me, Manscaped's performance package is available now. It's the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 6 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free shipping with the promo code RPSHOW20 at manscaped.com. That's RPSHOW20, all one word. If my math's correct, that's about 12 million balls. And, uh, Moose, a lot of American viewers are ordering it. They're, they yeah. ship within the United States. So, yes, get it done. And I've been still using the last one they sent me. I haven't even opened the new one yet. It lasts. It works. It's the best you've ever had. Don't, and this is coming from me. Don't get bogged down by clunky big shavers and cords. And it's, right, this is cordless. It's got a headlight. It was obviously designed by a man, i got to say. <laughs> uh, point four was CFL expansion to Saskatoon. We'd, we've covered that. Um, another word from our sponsors, Landmark Cinemas in theaters beginning today. Academy Award winners George Clooney and Julia Roberts reunite on the big screen in Ticket to Paradise as exes who find themselves on a shared mission to stop their love-struck daughter from making the same mistake they once did. From working titles, Smokehouse Pictures, and Red Ohm Films, Ticket to Paradise is a romantic comedy about the sweet surprise of second chances. And you know what? A nice change from Halloween ends. Oh, yeah. So Ticket to Paradise in theaters tonight, Landmark Cinemas. Um, we do have a lot. Do you have your NFL top five? Yeah, I can uh, get it right here. Okay. Do they have a graphic made for it? Or They do not. Okay. That's okay. Us, the listeners can't even listen to it anyways. Are our Atlanta Falcons in your NFL top five, Moose? They are not. Yes, I am totally. sorry. Hello, Atlanta. Well, he gets his phone out. And- I got it. Okay. So it's, it can be a tricky top five, but I've got, obviously, the Eagles number one. Only undefeated team left. They're, they're good in all three phases. What can you say about the Eagles? I put Buffalo number two, but I almost put Kansas City as number two. I'll put Buffalo two and Kansas City three just because they won um, the game last weekend. I still think Buffalo still has to win more of these close games. This is the first real big close game that they've, that they've won like this. So I like Buffalo as two. Kansas City is three. I've got Minnesota four. They're starting to win close games. We saw Kirk Cousins lead a game-winning drive. And... I'm going to put the Giants ahead of your Cowboys, Rod, as the fifth right. best they team in the them, National so Football League. They beat them. The Giants are starting to prove that they're for real. And you look at their wins, coming off wins over the Green Bay Packers. So the New York Giants are probably the biggest surprise. And the Jets, too, in the entire NFL. There's Moose's top five. Guys, have, we, have you seen Jock Wilson? Is Jock here? Is there a delay on the sound? No. Jocko is supposed to be here in segment two, right, Clark? Okay, I haven't seen him yet. I, I think I know he knows where he's going. But I'm just saying we can spend more time on you and me here oh, yeah. and not have to rush it. That's Moose's top NFL five, agree or disagree. I know a lot of people want to talk hockey today, but it is football Friday, and we have a lot of football fans that need to uh, be placated and stroked. Which reminds me, one of those affiliates of the billionaires is texting me right now. He goes, why are you saying 70% are saying no? 
My results say yes, 60%. Apparently on YouTube, the vote is 60% say yes, Saskatoon. Okay. So difference in the platforms, let's give it 24 hours and see how it shakes out. But I knew that it would, it's always a hot button topic. And the thing is, I don't, I don't really roll in the world of these guys vis-a-vis. I like to talk about what's real. And talk about CFL expansion right now has been nothing but not real for a long time. And that's Halifax. Yeah. And But, as I said, we've been having a back and forth this morning. And I, I guess I could say this guy represents one of those billionaires. And I said, if you guys are talking about expansion in the CFL, that tells me they're not afraid the CFL is going to die. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's a good thing. Yeah, Jock's here. I just saw him walk around the state. There he is. And he got a haircut, too, for the show. Looking good. Yes, sir. You're going to come back in hour two yes. and do deal or no deal. That's right. Okay, and a few other things. So, Sports Talk with Jock coming up next. We're live from the Great Eagle Resort and Casino in Calgary, your entertainment destination in the YYC. We're at the Stage Bar. We're live streaming today. We're on your favorite podcast platform, of course, and we're on the radio. WQEE, your southern home for sports and talk, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. It's what we call Football Friday, and we've lit a bit of a fire, which is what we like to do here in the RP Show. Jock Wilson knows that. How you doing, Jocko? I'm very well, my friend. Hey, How are you? Oh, good, good, good. Excellent. I, when I was leaving the saddle dome last night, I couldn't wait to get on the air today. Couldn't wait to see you. Ryan Valentine <laughs> in hour two. We've got CFL on the table, NFL on the table, and we're pausing hockey talk because we've had it all week. We love it. But the football people need to be placated. And before we get into the poll question today in week 20 CFL games, I was having a little fun with you in the break because the last time I heard you was the postgame show one week ago tonight when the Stampeders imploded in the last minute against Hamilton. You guys were just stunned, (laughs) flabbergasted on CHQR 770, correct? Well, I would say not as stunned as the team was, but (laughs) and the fans fans were and everything from that stand. That was a freaking weird game. It really was. There's no other way to describe it. You know, the Calgary Stampeders, did they play well enough to win? Well, not in the first half because they took way too many penalties. They turned the ball over three times, three interceptions. It was uh, was not very pretty to watch. Second half, you know, the Stampeders played very, very well. And as we talked about in our postgame show, I'm thinking, okay, we're all going to be talking about Orlando Steinhauer. What a terrible coaching decision to go for third and two on your own 21-yard line. You turn the ball over. You give the Stampeders the go-ahead touchdown. That game should be over, done, set match play defense exactly right and of course you kick off deep to their best returner and a lot of people were questioning why didn't Dave Dickinson do the squib kick Dave Dickinson told me on Monday night he hates the squib he's he's never going to squib maybe with you know 10 15 seconds left on the clock 
he, he thinks that it's not it's not competitive football. So uh, so he doesn't like the squib. But the fact is, the Calgary Stampeders blown coverage on the uh, on the Tim White reception. Nice deep throw. He made a great uh, great play on it. Next thing you know, he's in the end zone, and the Stampeders are toast. Game over. Game and over. here we are this weekend. And I love yeah. a lot of coaches have said to me, "It's not Madden." <laughs> they think it's so easy, <laughs> right? So. Um, We'll talk about the Week 20 games in a second and the ramifications. Stan Peters are at Saskatchewan, so there's enough to talk about there. But on this expansion thing, the poll question again for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, could a Saskatoon franchise be successful in the CFL? Why are we talking about it, you ask? Because some very big money people have the money and the desire to do it. Guys that have ties to Saskatchewan, and it's a legacy thing. Jock, you know, guys like this, they like to have their name on things. Sure. sure. And it, yeah. And the guy you're talking about already has his name on a number of things here in Calgary. So, you know, Brett Wilson does have the resources to do it. You know that market a hell of a lot better than I do, Rod. So I, I don't know. Does, how much does that hurt the Saskatchewan Rough Riders in Regina, number one? And is Saskatoon quite big enough to host their, their, their own team at this point? Uh, I think you were telling me, what, 300,000, 350,000 in, in, in Saskatoon? Yeah. Is that enough to, uh, to support a CFL franchise? Probably when you're the only game in town. You know, what, what do you need? You need 20,000, 25,000 a night, you know, per game to, to make, it, uh, make it work. You need the premium seats. You need the luxury boxes. And that's going to have to obviously be part of their, uh, part of their, their planning. So uh, I think it would be intriguing. I, I would love to see a 10-team Canadian Football League. I'm 60 years old. I'm not sure it's going to happen in my lifetime. But maybe, may, uh, same thing about the Maritimes, you know. If you have a stadium, yeah, we would have a 10th team in the Maritimes for sure. Build it. Will they come? Um, Saskatoon, good luck. Good luck. Talking a lot of CFL today on a football Friday. And to our viewers, by the way, Carlos in Indianapolis says, why Saskatoon and not somewhere in Atlantic Canada? Well, the people that I've been talking with this are saying, the Halifax mayor has already said no. Stop talking about Halifax and ain't happening. Jock says he's 60. They've been talking about it since Jock was 10. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not happening. Um, James in Borden, Manitoba says, the Grey Cup is a celebration of the league and the city it's in. The mass selling of Grey Cup tickets looks horrible on a team that used to be on top. Support the CFL Saskatchewan instead of crying. And another Have from, they got a halftime show and just And just another from my cousin Christine in Medicine Hat. She said the Riders have always had the support of the whole province. Another team in Saskatchewan might be too much. So we'll talk about that later. But I like to talk about what's real, and that's the Week 20 games. And let's jump to Sask, home to Calgary Saturday. As you've pointed out on your show, it could be moot by the time they take to the field, right? It's yeah, you know, bottom line is I, I think I think the Stampeders are, are pretty reserved and, and the Stampeder fans are, you know, they, they know their destiny. They're going to be a third-place finish and they're going to go into Vancouver for the Western semifinal. I, you know, it's, it's not a done deal yet, but it's, it's certainly looking to be uh, that, that uh, situation. Uh, bottom line is BC scares the hell out of me. If, if they get Nathan Rourke back, if they get Burnham back, if they get, you know, Lucky Whitehead back, all of a sudden Rick Campbell's a heck of a coach and uh, he, can get, uh, he can get things done. Some people would suggest playing that Western semifinal in Vancouver in a controlled environment is better for the Calgary Stampeders. Stampeder organization may disagree with that. They might want the home crowd, but I, I don't disagree with that. I, I like the fact that you go into Vancouver, beautiful stadium, and it is a controlled environment. So will the best team come out of that? I would, I would certainly hope so. But BC does scare me right now, Rod, and the Stampeders, the biggest concern with this football club right now, in my opinion, 
is their offensive line. I don't think Sean McEwen has been playing great since he came back from his injury. And obviously, the left tackle position, Derek Dennis goes down, Josh Coker goes down. Hugh Thornton wasn't very good, in my opinion, in that game against Hamilton. Took a couple of bad penalties. You know, that's, that's a weakness for this club right now. Um, Jake Mayer is getting, you know, an awful lot of pressure. Hey, it's not as bad of an offensive line as they have in Saskatchewan, but there is some issues with that offensive line in Calgary right now. Pumped up brakes for a sec. That's how much he loves the Stamps. He's already looking ahead of the playoff. <laughs> well, you got two games left, right? And you know, I heard you guys talking about on your post game. There's nothing more the Stamps would love than to snuff out the Riders' candle. Oh, of course. Of course. So let's just talk about the yeah, next you know, two games. You know what's disappointing to me is these two games are happening this late in the season. It's, it's always special when the Riders come to Calgary. Yeah, this is Or, or the yeah. Riders go to any, you know, city because you get the, the watermelon Heads out, you know, you get the great atmosphere. It's like a freaking Christmas tree at McMahon Stadium because you got red, green, and white. You got, you know, it, it, it's great atmosphere. Now, I just don't know if that atmosphere is going to be there because Ryder fans have sort of given up on their team, rightly so, because it's not a very good football club. And, you know, this is the last game of the regular season for the Stamps hosting the Riders. And is that game going to mean anything? Probably not in the, grand, in the grand scheme of things. But, hey, it's still a great rivalry. Stampeders and, you know, the, the, the Stampeder fans, uh, you know, hate Ryder fans and Ryder fans hate Calgary Stampeder fans. So uh, let's get it on. Let's have some fun. Well, it's nice to have you here because... As a football person, because I'm not running into a lot of football people, and as opposed to what I was in the winter and spring, because the football guys are working now. I don't, you know, I'm not around them that much. Right. They're running their teams. Right. And I'll remind you that we are on the air in Atlanta, where uh, they're getting a whole lot of CFL talk. See what they're learning. Um, hey, speaking of Atlanta, yeah, kudos to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. You know, like well, for the cheap you, food. Yeah, the cheap food. CFL should take note of that. I think it's fantastic. I you every know? stadium should take note every, of every that. team. Yeah, I agree. You yeah. Know, like, so shout out Atlanta. We we try to get one every night. And by the way, our Hawks are home tonight to the Orlando Orlando Magic. I uh, got mixed up with Orlando Steinauer, the coach of the Tie Cats. <laughs> but anyways, point B. I do run into some football people in this town, and they say Dickinson over there, Craig Dickinson. He's too soft. Our Dickinson, he's got an edge. Hard ass. Craig Dickinson's too soft on those guys over there. <laughs> what do you think about that? Are you hearing that? Well, hey, I, I like Craig Dickinson. I think he, as, a, as a person, he is a really, really genuine guy. And, and just like his brother Dave, they're, they're, both, they're both good people. Is one a better football coach than the other? Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty clear. And I don't have to tell you which one it is because I think you can make your own assumption, uh, you know, on that one. I don't know what's going to happen in Regina. You know the you know the market a heck of a lot better than I do. And and the the whole the, the way this all played out this week with the Cody Fajardo situation, it just didn't quite pass the smell test for me. Because if you truly lost faith in Cody Fajardo, you should have done what the Calgary Stampeders did when they lost faith in Bo, Bo Levi Mitchell. They made that move much earlier in the season. It was so, painful, I'm sure. It, it was painful, it. exactly. Yeah. But but you you know you could see the trend happening, and Bo wasn't the same quarterback that he was after. The surgery, his shoulder, you know, he wasn't staying in the pocket as much. He, uh, he basically didn't have the same velocity on his throw. So you could see a transition happening there. This one just blows my mind a little bit with this whole Cody Fajardo situation. And, and uh, we'll see if it works out. And I, I don't know if Jeremy O'Day made the call. I don't know if Craig Dickinson made the call. Obviously, he's the head coach. I hope he made the call. Um, but was there pressure to make that call in Regina? Uh, we're going to probably hear that afterwards because uh, is there any other organizational um, 
any other organization that's in more more turmoil right now than Saskatchewan because is Jeremy O'Day going to be back next year? Is Craig Dickinson going to be back next year? Uh, all of these things are up in the air, especially when you're hosting the Great Cup. I'll tell you who will get on the air and will give us the truth, and that's Cody Fajardo. So yep. when the season's up, he'll yep. be on this exactly. show, and he can say whatever he wants. But I know it's unsettling to a lot of people when the quarterback who was benched this week has said the captain should go down with the ship. <laughs> We're like, are you saying it's a sinking <laughs> ship? He kind of let it out of the bag there. Regarding expansion, which I knew it's always a hot topic. Wayne in BC says, I'm not in favor of a team in Saskatoon. I don't think the province can support two teams. From our director of scouting, Craig Smith, two-time Grey Cup champion watching, he says, riders and stamps, always a great battle. From Ken, Ken Friedman, hmm, Saskatoon has less than half the population of Hamilton and not nearly the surrounding population either. The CFL and the two teams would have to work closely on schedule. Forget about comparing Eastern versus Western population. Come spend some time out here. <laughs> We're not afraid to drive, right, Jocko? Well, if, if you're using a population base, who's got the biggest population base? The GTA area. Right. And it's not <laughs> working there. And, and, boy, they really draw in the fans, don't they? Right. So, you know, so it's, you it's a, compare the two. It's all about, you know, having community pride in your team. And there is province-wide pride in the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. But, you know, obviously, the majority of the fans are still going to be in Regina. Yeah, you get people traveling. And, and with the cost of gas right now, it's crazy. So I, I, I don't, you know, I feel bad for Saskatoon fans that have to drive all that way to Regina and, and make that trip. That just adds not only a couple of extra hours to your drive both ways, but then it also costs you the extra cash, too. So I'll tell you what, um, I, I think because you'd be the only game in town just like you are in Regina, you know, what, the Blades, they draw about 3,000, I think you were telling me. So I, I, I do think you could make it, make it work because, again, I think if you really do your business model, you're talking twenty to 25,000 people a night. I think Saskatoon fans would support that. So do I. Uh, CD in Saskatoon says, all I'm going to say is expand across the border. There is American CFL fans. I'm a huge CFL fan, and I live in Kansas. Don't you I'm remember so, the 90s? I'm that so, was the worst decision ever. Well, see, made, none of us can agree on anything. <laughs> That's the problem. Kevin, Kevin from Airdrie, says, keep the CFL in Canada. Lots of Canadian cities will support this league. Again, you missed the top, Kevin, obviously, where we said, how about both? But I got so excited in, this, in the wiped-out season of 2020 when we were talking XFL, Jock, and I wanted to see the expansion, we just decided to expand with our show. Like, we'll go to the States. You don't want to? We will. And it's worked out very well for us. But I think part of the problem is not everybody can agree on what's best for the league yeah. or what we want. Like, I didn't... Why did you hate the 90s? I thought it was great. Well, Vegas was great. Birmingham was great. Baltimore I, I'm, was awesome. Okay, Baltimore did, did an okay job. I, I would agree with that. Bottom, bottom line is this, is this is Canada. This is the Canadian Football League. I have no problem if you want to have the XFL, the Canadian Football League. Maybe at the end you can have the, uh, the two champions uh, play for it. But the XFL still has to prove to me that they can complete a season. I know they did back, you know, when Jim Barker won a championship, you know, in, in Los, Los Angeles. That was, a, that was a long time Where ago. Were they? But the fact of the matter is this, these have been fly-by-night leagues. And, and I know Dwayne Rock has the cake and he has the money and he has the image and everything from that standpoint, but uh, Americans have proven to me, and America proved me wrong, you know, you care about the NFL, and the NFL does rock. College football is all about Saturdays, and Saturday owns the town. So, so where is the USFL? Where is the XFL really going to fit in? And, you know, you can have TV contracts, you can have that. I, I watched enough of those games last year with the USFL. I'm going, 
color me not impressed. It wasn't. It wasn't great football. It wasn't as good as the season. No, it, it certainly wasn't. And you know, there there was no one in the stands. So uh, they've tried a lot of spring football in the United States, and it hasn't worked because the NFL is king. And until somebody can actually prove to me that they can make the USFL or the XFL work, I'll be a skeptic. I, I, I really Jack, will be. I agree with you. Yeah. I don't think I've ever said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arlen Bruce is watching. He says, RP Show, would you consider having your show at Shark Club Sports Bar and Grill in downtown Vancouver next to Rogers Arena in BC Place? I can make it happen for your crew. Pick some dates. That is a Texas 10-4. But you're talking to the wrong guy. You got to talk to my guy, Lee Genier. We'll hook you up, A.B. We'll be right back. More with Jock Wilson. And in hour two, Ryan Ballantyne from 3downnation.com and the Horseman podcast. It's the RP Show, Football Friday, live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino on YouTube, Game Plus TV, and WQEE 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Resorting Casino, just ahead of more with Jock Wilson, a sports update on this Friday. Alex Bregman had an early uh, three-run homer. Framber Valdez pitched seven strong innings in the Houston Astros, edged the New York Yankees 3-2 to take a 2-0 lead in the American League Championship Series. And uh, what do we got today, MLB? Just one game. San Diego at Philadelphia. That series tied up 1-1. First pitch, 537 Mountain in the Western Hockey League where people say they love our coverage of the dub. Cole Jordan led the way with two goals as the Moose Jaw Warriors earned a 5-2 victory over the Regina Pats in the Rempel Temple. The Warriors opened the game with a 2-0 lead, courtesy of goals by Jordan and Braden Yeager. Uh, Stanislav Spazel scored for the Pats, and later Connor Bedard would as well. Kawhi Leonard had 14 points and 7 rebounds in his first game in 16 months, and the L.A. Clippers opened the season with a 103-97 victory over the Crosstown Lakers. No Te- tennis fans on the Peterson show? Uh, no, not unless DuPont, he is, but I don't read those updates. Halep just got suspended for a positive drug test. Eh? It's the Rod oh, Peterson show. No. We talk about what I want to talk about. Who did? Spicy. I missed it. Who did? Uh, Halep, former, former number one. I don't know who that is. Yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> not a tennis guy. Okay, no problem. <laughs> no, not, not at all a tennis hey, guy. Canada's got some pretty good tennis players right now. Did I mention the Atlanta Hawks <laughs> are home to the Orlando Magic tonight? And the Raptors, where are they? They're at Brooklyn. Sports update for Edo Japan. With more than 150 restaurants nationwide, Edo Japan is proud to be Canadian-owned and operated for more than 40 years. Uh, Before we jump back into the CFL talk, well, I don't even know why I should. Holy smokes, all these viewers, man. Rodney says, I would love for the CFL to expand to 12 teams, one in Sacramento, one in San Diego, one in Detroit. From BW, when the XFL becomes a success, that's when The Rock will run for president of the USA. The (laughs) template has already worked with one high-profile TV personality. He could never say never, Jock. Hey, Ronald Reagan was the president of the United States, too. He was a pretty good actor. Arnold Schwarzenegger was the governor of California. They love their stars down there in the United States. (laughs) Look out, Herschel Walker. Yeah, in the news. Seems like a smart guy. Oh, uh, boy. I'll be glad. You mentioned the tennis thing here. I'll be glad, frankly, when MLB's done and tennis is done and everything else is done, but hockey and football, because those are my sports. Do you have a number one sport? 
Well, participation sport, golf would be my number one sport. Uh, you know, I, 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 I love what's happening right now with Liv and, and, and obviously the PGA Tour. That's a great battle. I, I just i am very curious to see how that's all going to play out. I, I grew up in this country, and, of course, when you grow up in this country, you're a hockey guy, yeah. and it's all part of the Canadian culture. So, obviously, hockey, 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 hockey. You know, I, I would, you know, in Pooscoopy, British Columbia, Dawson Creek, where I grew up, uh, we didn't even have a football program at high school. So uh, I didn't play football. I, I didn't really relate to football. But moving to Calgary, covering the Calgary Stampeders, covering the Canadian Football League, and now obviously hosting the pre- and post-game show for the Calgary Stampeders, I've become more of a football guy. Yeah. So it's a long-winded answer. But, you know, I guess if you really had to push me, my, my sport. Wow. Do you talk about it on the radio at all? Uh, a little bit with the crap going on with the live <laughs> stuff like that. I love the majors. You know, the majors are fantastic. You're in Atlanta. Who doesn't love the Who doesn't love the Masters? Right? Masters is great. Not the Not the toughest field. And now with live, it's even going to be a you know a weaker field because it's it's an. But I but I love the TV coverage because I hate commercials and I know we all need commercials because it's, uh, it's yeah. what it, what what drives us. But I love the TV coverage from that uh, from that standpoint. I love the U.S. Open because the U.S. Open is one of those uh, tournaments where you know guys look normal and they you know I I I'd shoot 150 on that golf course, but these guys you know they have a tough time making par. And I love it when you know best players in the world well, struggle to make par. I'm going to jump into viewer questions here, CFL, but I just will say this, man, that a lot of people don't know. A lot of people know that I'm hockey guy first, but for 20 years as voice of the Riders, I found it incredibly stressful because I didn't know the answers to the questions. Like the other night, every caller to your show was, why didn't they squib it? Why did they do this? Right. Why did they do that? I'm like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> You didn't know. No. You had to ask Dickie. Yeah, well, exactly. We're not coaches. No. I almost wonder if it's like rhetorical questions from these fans. What do you expect us to say? I don't know. But with the <laughs> hockey, I can answer those questions very easily. Anyways, that's the difference between the two. Jack wants to know if you see Bo Levi seeing the field again before his career is over in Calgary. You know, that is a very, very good question. And my gut tells me no. And, and only because if you, you know, number one, Jake Mayer is still a young, young quarterback with a very small sample size. Even if these games do not mean anything as far as the standings go, I think Jake has to start both of these games for the Calgary Stampeders and in, in most cases finish them. Now, if that's the case, I know you want to be healthy for the playoffs, and you know we can always talk about rest versus re uh, rest versus rust, excuse me. Um, but the fact of the matter is, Jake has a very small sample size, so he needs to play. If you're going to bring in somebody else, does Bo Levi Mitchell really want to come in and you know on, on a mean nothing game on October the 29th in Calgary and and basically? you know, play against the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. I don't think that's fair to, to Bo, number one. And if you're moving forward without Bo, you got to see what Tommy Stevens can do. So I would say Tommy Stevens would be my number two quarterback coming into that's those games. That's what you'd put on. That's, that's what I would do if wow. I was the coach. But I'm not the coach. I'm not the coach. So From BW, he says, Poos Koopy, every <laughs> trucker's favorite truck scale. Bring cash. Credit card doesn't work. I bet you that. I bet you that dude has been to the Hart Hotel in Pooscoopy. Clearly, <laughs> I never even heard of it until I met Jock Wilson. But I mean, I guess it's why we love sports because I, for a million dollars going into the season, I would not have bet. I wouldn't have believed that Bo Levi that it would be, this would go this way with Bo, and in Sask it would go that way with Fajardo. Yeah. yeah. Holy! And what about Bo going to Sask? Like, what do you think? 
it's it's going to be an intriguing offseason. It really is, you know. And and I I don't know. It's and 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 I've heard lots of different things with Bo. Will does Bo really want to continue to play? Does he want to be in the broadcast booth? Because I've heard that's an, an angle as well where Bo would like to uh, to be. You know, he's he's got his family here in Calgary. He loves Calgary. He loves the city. So. I don't know. Maybe, maybe if Bo still has that competitive juice flowing, maybe he will want to continue to play, and maybe that's why you do him a solid to say, "Hey, look, go in against the Riders, see what you can do." And if he lights it up, then every team is going, "Oh yeah, we got to have Bo." But then there's the other thing: he might might not play very well, and and then you get a situation where you know it 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 it, it hurts his value. So. Um, yeah, it's 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 going to be interesting. Cody is not done. Cody, Cody, you know, can he still be a starter in this league? Yeah, I think I think he could be under the right circumstance with the right offensive line, with the right weapons, and uh, you know, can Bo still be a you know a, a starter in this league? I, I I don't know. It's 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 a really interesting question because, as I say, mechanically with that shoulder. I just I don't see the same zip in the ball. He didn't have the same presence in the pocket that he had when he was the best quarterback in this league and obviously the winningest quarterback in this league. Uh, we're going to see how that one plays out. Uh, just before we break, JT on YouTube says, the CFL current small nine-team league is getting really boring, especially this East-West division setup. Change it to one division. I'll say this. If we had double the amount of teams... And I'll throw in this comment from James in Border Manitoba. Bo doesn't want to get sacked 70 times, so I think he will pass on the Riders. If we had 20 teams, 10 in America, 10 in Canada, it would be more options for Bo to go and for Cody to go and more jobs for coaches. I'm all about growth. For those that are against it, I, I can't. We're not. Forget four downs. Forget it. We'll stay three. The rules stay the same. I'd still like to see more teams. We'll be back with a viewer takeover. More questions for Jock. Ryan Ballantyne coming up in hour two. We're live from Great Eagle Resort and Casino, YouTube, Game Plus TV, and on the radio. WQEE, your southern home for sports and talk, 99.1 FM. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to YouTube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. We're back live. It's what we call viewer takeover, and we're going to morph that with our guest, Jock Wilson, here from 770 CHQR, Stampeders Radio. They are at Sask on Saturday. Jock will be on the pre- and post-game. So what we're talking about today is CFL expansion. I knew that would perk people up, and it did. I thank my people that actually put the bug in the, my ear because it wasn't my idea, and I don't normally like to talk about it because I don't even know if it's going to happen, but it sounds like it might. And the poll question here is would a team in Saskatoon be successful in the Canadian Football League? Last I saw, over 70% on Twitter saying no, over 60% on YouTube saying yes. Why are we talking about this? Because a very wealthy person with Saskatchewan ties, Jock blurted his name earlier, but I don't want to say the name. <laughs> he would like to build a stadium and put a team in Saskatoon as a legacy project. That's all I'll say. He's not my father. Okay. <laughs> okay. No relation. <laughs> Uh, Richard in North Paddleford writes in and says, I would love a CFL team in Saskatoon. Way closer for me to go to the games. Chris in Surrey, B.C. is watching. He says, someone on your show suggested Kelowna, B.C. for expansion. I thought that was brilliant. Large population, popular junior football program, located between Vancouver and Alberta teams, and a lot of transplanted Canadians. Yes, I got a lot of friends and family in Kelowna, and that's becoming 
a Seahawks town. Maybe in the time, we'll split our time that we have left on tomorrow's game, Jock, but also what the CFL needs to do, man, because the NFL is eating their lunch. They can't ignore this. NFL's eating everybody's lunch, as far as I'm concerned. The NFL is just a, a different entity that, compared to anything in, in, the, in the world. And, you know, good on them, what they've, uh, what they've done there. Uh, one quick point on, yeah. your, on your Saskatoon idea, which I, I don't think is a bad idea. So are you going to kick Winnipeg to the, uh, to the east again, or are you going to just have the one division? I don't know, man. <laughs> Not me that's coming up with this. I'd like to go to one division. I think that would work for the... I'm, I'm all in favor of one division. Yeah. But with, with 10 teams, if you have another team in the east, you know... Quebec City would that be a good uh, good expansion team as well? You know we we've talked about the Maritimes for so many uh, so many years as well. Um, I would like to see more than nine teams in this league for sure. It would be good. Yeah, me too. Um, Darren in Salt Lake City watching says the chance at U.S. expansion came and went. I don't think the three down thing is that big of a deal in the U.S. Maybe maybe not. Maybe we'll never find out. I don't know. I'll tell you this. When I get introduced to people in South Florida and they say, this is Rod, he spent 20 years in the CFL, people go, oh. They respect the CFL in football states like Florida and Texas, more than even in Canada. I'm serious. I would like to see the CFL play four-down football in preseason. I, I really would. Just, That'd just, be cool. Just to see how it would, would play out. Like I, I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Like I still like some of the rules in the Canadian game, but why wouldn't you try four-down football in, in Canada? You know, you want to increase scoring. I think you'd see a hell of a lot more scoring with that. The resistance to change is a problem. And yeah. uh, with two and a half minutes left, what do you think is going to happen tonight? Hamilton home to Ottawa. Big game there. Yeah, Hamilton, Hamilton's coming together at the right time, right? You know, that, that, that's a team that obviously has put the pressure on the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. They look good against the Calgary Stampeders. Dane Evans has certainly found his mojo. Uh, they've got some, some weapons. I believe Don Jackson is, uh, is back as their running back. Although, DJ. Yeah, although, uh, you know, Hill looked uh, pretty darn good the last, uh, last few games for them. Hamilton scares me. Hamilton scares me a lot in the East, and I think uh, I think Montreal should be concerned about Hamilton. I think Toronto should be concerned about uh, Hamilton. I, I think they're going to be the number three seed in that uh, in that Eastern Conference. So, uh, Ottawa, uh, that's that's just not a very good football club. So, bottom line is, do I think Hamilton's going to win that game? Yeah, I do. Ninety seconds. Does Edmonton finally win a home game? Today? Uh, no, they don't. I, I didn't need ninety seconds for that. I... <laughs> Seven-point spread. Do they beat the spread? BC favored by seven going in there. Um, I, I, yeah, I would say probably not. I, Edmonton will have a good first half. They'll throw, uh, you know, they'll, they'll be good, and then they'll collapse in the second half. We've seen that happen so many times this year. So uh, BC has a lot uh, still on the, uh, on, on the line, so I think BC wins that game. Last minute of play in hour one about the Riders and the Stamps. Forget the fact that the fate could be sealed before they take to the field. Calgary's going to win. They don't take the field thinking, oh, we don't need this game because so-and-so won. They're going to play the game like a playoff game in my mind. I, I want to see what Mason Fine can bring to the table. And I'm, I'm very curious to see, you know, again, I don't think that offensive line is very good. The Calgary Stampeder defensive line should have a little bit of a heyday. Um, Mason Fine may be a little more mobile. Maybe he'll have a little more pocket pre presence. So we're going to find out in that game. That to me is the big storyline from that perspective. Uh, on paper, Calgary's a better team. We know the game's not played on paper. If Calgary plays their game, they should win. And who wins Toronto at Montreal Saturday? Yeah, I think Toronto uh, is, is is still a little bit of a, uh, a better team. So, but Montreal, you know, that, there's, that, 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 that game has some meaning in this, uh, in this, this weekend. Enjoy so. the game, Jock. Hey, thanks See you in the playoffs. Time. All, All right. Good. Ryan Ballantyne next hour. All right. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.